Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hey, Monica. You are listening to Dear Progressor, a monthly episode full of notes from your fellow progressors of the About Progress community. Thank you so much for being here. This is the episode each month that I know I'm going to be the most excited to share because it means we have a real community here, a real membership of people who want to be a part of the self-development and self-acceptance movement. And like I've told you from day one, it's a community here, not a fan club. And why I say that is because I want you to know I am a mess I deal with my own inadequacies, my self-doubt, my mistakes, my fumbles every single day. And when I share this podcast every week and sometimes twice a week, I hope you know it's not from someone who believes she has it all together and has all the answers. In fact, I have so much to learn. And I know you as members of this community have so much to teach me and other members of this community. So don't be shy about sharing what you've learned from the podcast or what you have to teach us about the topic at hand for the month that you've already learned in your own life. Share some hilarious stories of you trying new things. Share what's going on with your do something bucket list, anything to do with the About Progress community, and 
even more specifically with the theme at hand. So we're going to dive into that in just a moment, but I have two awesome things to tell you first. One, on Monday, I will be sharing the new theme of the month. And as part of that special episode, I'll also be sharing an exciting workshop that will be happening in May. I'm so excited for it, and I want my listeners to know about it first. My last big workshop in September sold out six weeks in advance, and so I know this one will be too. And I'm going to give you first dibs if you listen to the episode first thing on Monday morning and go grab your ticket. Um, I will be sure to delay announcing it on Instagram and other places so that you have the chance first. Okay, second thing is last year I told you my goal was to get to 500 ratings and reviews and we didn't actually get there till the end of the year and that is okay. That's one of those progress not perfection moments in action for you. We have however gotten to that point now. We have around 508 reviews and so now is the time where I get to announce the two winners of my gift bag from my last workshop that are worth over $100. And that's my way of saying thank you. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening to the show and sharing it and even going that extra mile and leaving a rating and review. My goal this year is to get to a thousand and that is a huge stretch for me. If this show has meant anything to you, please get on iTunes, get on your podcast app on either your iPhone or someone else's if you don't have an iPhone and leave me a five-star rating and review. It would mean the world to me. Okay, so the first winner is the user. This is just what they say there. um, KJB55. The title says my favorite podcast, really. And um, again, that's KJB55. And you can just email me at packerprogress at gmail.com. And this is what she says that she loves that the episodes have doable takeaways to improve um, and in turn increase my family functions. I listen whenever I have the chance and appreciate the upbeat message style of the podcast. I recommend this podcast to all my friends. Thank you for the work you put into it. Thank you, KJB55. And I hope to hear from you soon. And then let me share the next one for you. It's Stephanie Berglund. Sorry if I totally messed that up. Stephanie Berglund, and the title is Real Inspiration for Real Women. She said, I have been listening to Monica's podcast for a while and always come away feeling inspired to do and be better, but not overwhelmed with all the things I'm not currently doing. Yes, that makes me so happy. She creates a space that allows us to be who we are and to be imperfect, but to still work on progressing to become better, more fulfilled and passionate people. Love her, her vulnerability, and her love of mothering. Oh, that last phrase right there really got to me because some days I'm not so great at it like today. So thank you, Stephanie, for both of those um, lovely reviewers. Please send me an email and I cannot wait with your address, by the way, and I cannot wait to send those to you. Every single month, I will share one review with a reward. So again, thank you for being here. Well, let's jump into today's amazing notes from our fellow progressors. Uh, Per usual, I will not announce their name unless they share it. Um, And I won't uh, give my own feedback in between each one. I'll just do a little ding so you know it's a new person. Thank you for all the lovely, lovely people who submitted these. And thank you for being here. And I can't wait for the big things that are coming for us in the near future, especially next Monday, if all lines up. Okay, 
let's dive into what people learned about Be True to You, the About Progress community, and anything that we've been talking about um, in recent months. Hi, Monica. I recently had to speak in church, and because the topic I laughed at at first, um, but I realized how much I could share based on what I've been learning as a recovering perfectionist, that I should share it here too. Um, My topic was on how to become an exemplary saint, which I just balked at because I'm not I'm not a good example. I'm a terrible example most of the time. Um, it made me think of singing songs to my ki- to my two-year-old while my other kids start fighting. I go over, shout at my kids, and say, Come on, guys, be quiet. <laughs> the baby needs sleep. And then going on and singing Be Gentle and Loving in a little lullaby to my son. And I just cringe inside at like, how imperfect I am and what a bad example I am. But in studying the topic, I realized that oh, that's like another lesson for me is that it's about the process and it's about making progress every day. It's not about being perfect right away. And um, it made me think of the Great British Baking Show with um, when they bake those nice, beautiful looking, crusty loaves of bread. It looks like it has an amazing bake. And then Paul Hollywood cuts it open and just simply states flat out, it's raw. And no matter what Mary Berry says, oh, it's got a lovely flavor. It doesn't matter if it's still raw, but I just had the realization that we're all still raw and we don't judge flour or yeast or salt when they're like their basic ingredients. We don't judge them as imperfect. And as we're mixing a dough and stretching it and kneading it, when it's still a little bit sticky, it's not imperfect. It's just a dough that's not done yet. And when it's a dough that hasn't risen all the way, we don't judge it imperfectly. It's just a dough that hasn't risen all the way. It ha- it needs that process. It needs that proving process. And then it needs that full baking process. And I realized we're all raw in the middle. And it doesn't matter how good or crusty we look on the outside. Everybody's raw. And we can't judge ourselves based on what we see Uh, what others finished products might look like because in reality if we're here on this earth we're all raw and we're all learning and nobody's perfect um and I just it's really stuck with me as I'm looking at myself and looking at all the ways I'm raw all the ways I'm sticky and messy in the middle um I'm still improving and I'm still (laughs) we're still in the heat of the oven and even if we just are simply at the lump of dough phase, we're still learning and growing. That yeast can still activate and help us rise to to great heights. And um, I'm just grateful that I've learned that. Growing up, we weren't really allowed to be mediocre in my family. If we weren't good at something, we were expected to improve upon it or quit. And I think that was just my parents' way of um, trying to help us with their limited resources. But one of my biggest rebellious moments in high school was to run cross country. I am a slow runner, like painfully slow at times, and they could not figure out why I would use my time to run slowly in the woods and across golf courses. Um, But I still run today and it has been so good for my mental health and probably my physical health too, even though I'm not the fastest. Um, But I loved listening to this episode and acknowledging that I am certainly a Jane of all trades. Hey, Monica, thanks so much for all you've done and all you are doing. Um, you are causing great impact in you know a lot of women's lives, uh, especially for mine. It was, uh, it was, I can say 2018 was a year of just preparation. A lot of, uh, I could say tribulation, but at the same time, victory and triumph. 
Um, and one of the things that really got me thinking was when you uh, initiated the, the goal podcast for our goals. And how would I see myself in five years? That's one of the things that I really, really, really had to ponder. And I actually took like about a week and a half to really sit down, reflect and say, okay, where am I heading? What am, why am I doing all this? Why am I getting all this extra studies and, you know, certifications and accomplishments for what? I'm single. Yes, I know. I can be all go-getters. I'm a dreamer and a doer. But what is this serving me for? Where am I using it? Am I being effective? Am I being actually wise as to using the skills, talents, and abilities that the Lord gave me for His good? Or are they for my good? So in thinking back and reflecting and wanting to see myself five years from now was such an amazing impact because it literally brought me down to my knees and say, God, wow, you know, it's all about surrender and asking him for guidance. And and as I keep on, you know, journaling towards my goals, I came out about that I was a woman who... And well, I still am, but now I see it in a very different perspective. Who thought about success, you know, having a lot of accomplishments and having all these recognitions. But one thing that I found out was that success is not really about all the accomplishments and all these recognitions that you can get in life. It's simply learning how to say your best yes, how to say your best no setting your priorities straight, and really focusing on what you want in the future. What kind of woman am I becoming? What kind of woman do I want to be? And what legacy do I want to live? So with all these goals in place, I've learned to take, instead of taking those big jumps and big leaps, I've learned that slow and steady wins the race, that I am not the rabbit in the race, Um, that I'm the little turtle, you know, going step by step, taking breaks here and there, and that life is not a sprint, but a marathon. And I want to thank you so much because you have encouraged me like in ways you have no idea. And, you know, I'm always looking forward to your new podcast and see what I learned and see, you know, the insights and everything. Thank you, Monica, because you have changed my life and you will continue to do so. Thank you so much. And may the Lord keep blessing you. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hi, Monica. 
I loved your theme this month about finding who we really are. And I noticed I especially resonated with um, the podcast you did on labels. So it reminded me of where I've come in my journey recently in the last couple of years around that topic. And I wanted to just share a little story about that. So one way I used to label myself was as a high achiever. Um, I come from a family of high achievers. It was kind of in the Kool-Aid that we drank growing up. And it was also my truth. Like it was something that I thrived on and loved. And I pursued um, my education and graduate schooling partly fueled by that identity that I am a high achiever. Um, And after um, obtaining my PhD and being in the field a little while, um, I was invited to interview at a really great university to become a professor. And I just thought that this is it. This is this is like perfectly in line with my identity because in the field I'm in, uh, becoming like a academic professor is kind of the landing spot, like the best you can do. Um, so I thought this is this is perfect. This is. This is my truth. I'm a high achiever and this is where you land. And I went for the interview and the job position was great. The the university was great. The staff were great. Um, All the colleagues would have been great. But as soon as I started interviewing, it just became really clear to me that this was not the best fit for me. It was not what I needed or wanted or what was in the best interests of my family. Um, So that was really hard for me and I fought myself on that intuition, but it was just so clear to me. So I prepared myself to say no and turn the job down. But I guess ironically, I didn't get offered the job. So I try to make myself feel better and say it was a mutual um, turning down. So um, that experience was really pivotal for me in leaning away from this rigid identity I had of myself and stepping into a more flexible way of being with myself. And that just feels really freeing for me and has been for the last couple of years. In some ways scary, but really freeing because um, I am now open to tuning into the reality that my needs change, the needs of my family changes, and my wants change and can change. And so even though um, I still am informed by my values and who I want to be, but letting go of rigid attitudes about that allows me to grow in unexpected ways. And so now I'm in a new position, well, I've been in a position for a couple of years, um, that has just been so great for me professionally and also gives me all the flexibility I want with being home with my little kids too. So anyway, I just love your message about um, finding who we really are, but also, you know, understanding the ways in which how we label and identify ourselves can keep us stuck and that Um, increasing our flexibility around that is actually really freeing and helps us get in touch with our needs and our values in really important ways. Thanks, Monica.
Monica. I wanted to add my two cents on to what the people you've interviewed this month have said. Um, so I am doing a play and I have a long drive to and from rehearsal. So I spend a lot of time thinking. And on one of the drives home, I asked myself why I'm even doing this. And I was mostly looking for virtuous reasons why I was doing the play. And I thought of some, you know, I can be a good influence on castmates or a positive influence. And um, maybe the story that we do, the musical that we're doing, will touch someone who watches it, so on and so forth. Um, But that didn't feel like the true reason I was doing it. So then I thought, well, then the true reason you're doing it must be because you want attention. You want people to think you're talented. Um, But that didn't, although that's a nice side effect, (laughs) um, that didn't feel like the real reason either. So then finally I just realized that I am doing the musical first and foremost because I love performing in musicals and that that alone was reason enough to spend a lot of time doing it and then lo and behold the next night I listened to your interview with um, Dr. Finlayson Fife and you guys talked about that and you summed it up really well when you said wanting is worthy and that was exactly how I feel Um, and then also your whole interview with Amy Webb was along the same lines and really powerful and then I thought of a book that I've read to my son many times it's called the three questions and maybe it will help people who are still um, perplexed about how they can do good in the world if they're just doing their just doing hobbies or or work or whatever because they like it Um, I might totally butcher this because I don't have it in front of me, but it's based on a short story by Leo Tolstoy, but it was changed into a children's book, again, called The Three Questions, and the main character has three questions. Um, Let's see, it's when is the right time to do things, who is the most important one, and what is the right thing to do, and then in the end, spoiler alert, in the end, a wise turtle answers his questions and says that um, the most important one is the one you are with, and the right thing to do is to do good to the one at your side, and the time is now. The right time is now. That was a really poor rephrasing of it. Just go get the book, The Three Questions. Um, but I thought that applied to this because, like, obviously doing a musical isn't as overtly uh, virtuous as some other hobbies might be Um, but within the passion that I have the the activity I've chosen to spend my time on because I love it within that activity I can try to do good to the people standing at my side I can focus and be present there and um serve the the ones that I'm with when I'm with them and that would mean uh, my castmates and then maybe the audience when they when they come so it can be for good and it can have virtuous um, effects but that's not the reason I chose to do it but any activity almost that you could you know any normal wholesome activity not sketchy activities um, could 
you can focus on how it can bring goodness into the world, but not like hold yourself to that standard that you have to, or that has to be the reason why you do it, but it can just be a positive effect. I guess a shorter way of saying this ramble would be lift where you stand. Um, the end. Hi, Monica. I know you try to stay off your phone, and I am also following your five-day plan right now, so I don't want to take up more of your time, but I have to get my thoughts down, if only for my sake. I have been binge listening to your About Progress podcast, and I am loving what I am learning. I am a self-development junkie, but it is in the application where I struggle. When the nitty-gritty of life gets in the way and keeps me from my new plan, then I get discouraged and think I can't fix anything. Well, the first thing I had to realize was that the nitty-gritty is always going to be there. It is finding joy and moving past it even when it gets hard. Also, I had a sad realization that I don't really love myself for who I am. I keep thinking that once I change things and do things better, then I will be more lovable. Well, this is a problem for many reasons. I can't truly grow without loving and accepting myself the way I am right now. Also, this is reflected in my children as they see my rigidity and they think they can't be loved right now as they are. So I am stopping myself from being the kind and loving person I know I am because I haven't loved myself first. The interviews with Brooke White really helped me solidify this. So I am choosing right this minute to accept Heavenly Father's love. He loves me how I am. Of course, he wants me to learn and grow, but that won't make him love me more. I want to see myself like this, and I want to see my kids like this, and my husband, friends, etc. I also know I need to leave myself open to more space to remember that message, and I can do that by not being so distracted by social media. I have a lot more I have learned and am learning, but I just wanted to thank you for all the good you are doing. Your tagline of self-development with self-acceptance is perfect for me. I keep going after the self-development, but then beat myself up when I don't get it right, when all it takes is to try again and learn something new. You are awesome. I don't know if this made sense, and I'm still trying to figure out what it looks like to completely accept Heavenly Father's love for me as is, but I am excited at the change in my perspective. Love, Kelly. Before I let you go today, I want to check in with you on how you are doing with your Do Something Bucket List of this year. If you haven't started yet, it is never too late. I do have free printables for you that you can help you with that. Uh but you don't even have to use them. Just take a piece of paper out and write everything down. The first episode of January of this year goes into that. But let me remind you that this list can be five things or it can be 30 like me. Just know you will never complete everything on that list. This is meant to be fun, creative, challenging, everything that you've been putting on the back burner, wanting to try or have um, experienced in your life. This is what you add to your list. Um, I wanted to share mine. I have been working on some things slowly but surely, um, trying to get back into swimming a little bit more. 
Um, another thing I've been working on a lot is baking. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I had some good successes there, like some really good croissants and like a cake and things like that. I failed at um, another thing of croissants. <laughs> Man, that was disappointing. Also eclairs. Um, so those were some failures along the way, but nothing is a failure, right? Um, I still had fun doing those and it was about the, the trying. Um, the next thing I want to work on is I want to get a little doodle book. I'm realizing that I need a little bit more creativity in my life again um, outside of this creative podcast that I'm doing here. So I'm going to go and get a book for me to carry around with me and to draw in or to write poems in or whatever it might be. Um, Something that's not attached to an outcome and something that I know I can do in like two minute increments in a day. Another thing I had on my list is I wanted to um, do more trail running. So I'm going to talk to my friend about that um, and do that with her. I'm trying to think. There were so many things on that list. This is kind of the point of the list. It's, It's not a perfection thing. It's just to inspire you. I have linked to mine um, in my show notes if you are interested in checking mine out and seeing where I'm at in the progress. I'm also reading lots of books, so that's one of those things too. And I remembered one of the other ones is I want to start taking flute lessons again. So that's one thing I'll commit to as well. I'm going to reach out to my old flute teacher. Where are you at with things? How's it going for you? You can join my private Facebook group, Work in Progress. That's linked for you as well in the show notes. And again, there's no catch there. I don't go on there and and, uh, sell anything. This is just a a place for you to share openly without the fear of someone in your life reading it or judging you or whatever. And you can go onto that group and share where you're at with your do something, seek some accountability, get some good ideas, anything related to the podcast and more. And I hope you use that. Well, that's it for today. These episodes are always unedited on my side and you get to see how much I stutter and mess up and all of that. But I'm just grateful to show up and be here for you. And I'm grateful for you for doing the same for me. So keep showing up and I can't wait to share next month's month's Dear Progressor for March. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.